Hello and welcome to Recovery, where East meets West, and we learn through Buddhism and psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now for your host, Dr. Tyler Woods and Sharon Francis. Hi, this is Tyler Woods. And this is Sharon Francis. And you're listening to Bukhavari, which takes a look at Buddhism and mental health. You know what gets on my nerves, Sharon? What's that, Tyler? Is You see it everywhere, and that's the misuse of karma. You see it on bumper stickers, t-shirts, coffee mugs, things like karma's a bitch, or my favorite, dear karma, I have a list of people you've missed, or I hope karma slaps you in the face before I do. Karma is not a punishment system. Well, I've got a good one for you, Tyler. Um, I, I think you know that I was attacked by a dog and my leg was uh -huh. crushed. When I came back from work after that horrible event, uh, one of my patients who was a Buddhist, the first thing he asked me was, well, Sharon, what do you think you did from a karma perspective to deserve that? Ooh, what'd you say? I was absolutely Flawed, mortified yeah, and hurt you know mm -hmm. and the interesting thing about it is about a week later he died of a massive heart attack wow so i never really got a chance to process this with him mm -hmm. and it wasn't until i started studying buddhism myself that i started thinking about what he had said and how it had affected me wow yeah well and that's this is it this is karma in a nutshell. Karma is about you, not another person, or waiting for another person to get theirs. If you pass on latte at 3 p.m. because you know it's going to keep you up when you want to sleep, it's because you understand karma. Now listen, if you opt for oatmeal over pancakes, it's because... You understand karma. Exactly. So when you meditate, it's because... You understand karma. And sadly in our society, at least in the American society, we're not understanding karma at all. I agree. In a lot of ways, we understand that every choice we make has a consequence, but then in other ways, we completely forget or we rationalize it. That's right. It's a teaching. Wow, when I see this, I get people are clueless when it comes time to talk about karma. Mm -hmm. Many use it as a word for simple revenge. You know, how untrue that is. That's totally wrong. That's like a poisonous mind would think. The word karma means action, not fate. In Buddhism, karma is an energy created by willful action through thoughts, words, and deeds. We are creating karma every minute. And the karma we create affects us every minute. No kidding. And let me tell you how I look at this. I am frightened of spiders. But this summer, there was a spider outside. And, and here's how I, you see, I discovered to look at karma like a spider web. And yeah, a spider web. This summer, like I said, I had the pleasure of watching a spider for several weeks, making its spider web. And I watched it collect its food. It kept on catching bees. But we would w watch it wrap up the, the uh, food and take it down and it would disappear for a day, come back up, repair its web. And um, it was, uh, the thing we have to remember about a spider web is if you touch it, it alerts the spider. This is because the delicate weaving of the silk threads is designed by nature to alert the spider of the slightest disturbance. Now, if that web is touched in any part, the entire structure vibrates. The world we live in is similar and it's intertwined. Nothing is separate. 
and a disturbance in one area is felt throughout the whole entire web. So the principle of karma is kind of like that. Our individual behavior does not occur in a vacuum and no matter how insignificant our actions may seem, they produce an effect in the world around us. Absolutely, Tyler. There are things called collective karma. Yes. And that can be the karma of not an individual, but maybe the karma of a family or even a whole society. Exactly. We see it all the time. Yep. And, you know, we know karma is a Sanskrit word. It literally means action, word, or deed. In Buddhism, karma refers to your intentional thoughts, your words and the actions and the energy created by your thoughts, words and deeds and your actions. The awareness of karma existed before the Buddha, but the Buddha is said to have clarified our overall understanding of it. And still we insist on making t-shirts and say, wait till karma gets you. Or karma is a bitch. Yeah, I hate that. Karma is simply an energy it's our own intentional thoughts and actions. It's the energy we generate with these actions which affect us now, in the future, and in a very real sense. It's not a system of reward and punishment, and it doesn't doom us based on our past mistakes or even our current mistakes. Karma is unbiased. It's in particular, and it's ours to control. Think about it like an energy that you're creating in every moment. With every intentional action and thought, you generate karmic energy. And this energy is felt by us every minute of the day. It's not housed for future reward or punishment. By doing the wrong thing, you condition the mind for anger, discontentment, and dissatisfaction and the like. By doing the right thing, you condition your mind for peace, joy, and harmony, and things like that. Yeah, basically... Karma shows us that we have the freedom to decide what happens to us. That's so powerful, I'm going to say it again. Karma shows us that we have the power, the freedom to decide what happens to us. Karma isn't this ever-present force which punishes our wrong actions and rewards our good deeds with earthly pleasures. Karma is not a darn old coffee cup that says... Karma's a bitch. Right. And when we're mindful, we can choose the most beneficial action so that the consequence, that is, the next cause and condition, will be a positive one and will be of benefit to ourselves and others. As humans, we do not always choose the most beneficial action. That's this could true. be the result of years of conditioning, habitual tendencies, or not being mindful. However, this does not mean we're doomed when we make less than one beneficial choice. After all, we're perfectly imperfect humans and we do make mistakes. You know, and that's, you're so right with that. So I have to tell you that mindful speech and actions are the keys of developing good karma and moment by moment. It's not getting a t-shirt that says karma's going to get you. You know, basically, this entails pausing before immediately responding, not being reactive. Take a breath and ask yourself, will what I am about to say or do be beneficial? Now, we often simply react. Um, I call it a lot of people in my practice, I always say you're being reactive. Mm -hmm. And we react subjectively rather than objectively. Based on our perceptions 
and projections. Now, taking this pause will help us look mindfully with a discerning eye at what's really going on. This will be a lesson all these years of conditioning and habitual tendencies and relieve ours and others suffering. I always tell my clients, take at least two deep breaths and at least count to five before opening your mouth. I think that's so important to give ourselves permission to do. Um, I've been a supervisor for many, 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 many years. And for most of those years, I didn't give myself permission to take time. Oh. I thought I thought that I needed to make a decision in the moment. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times those decisions I would make would not be the most beneficial to myself or the other person. And then I would have to suffer the negative consequences or the karma of those choices that I had made. Now, if I'm in a state where I my emotions are starting to get riled up by something, I can give myself permission to say, you know what, I need to think about this for a moment. Right. What is wrong with that? Well, people, we live in a society where people want, want, want. Let me ask you this. Well, and let me ask you this. What is the number one addiction Americans have? Food? Nope. Attention? Nope. <laughs> Guess again. Money? Nope. We, we tend to never guess this one. Our number one addiction is we are addicted to outcome. Immediate outcome. We want to know who's going to win the game before the right. game is even played. Yeah. We want to know if we're going to survive surgery before we're even diagnosed with something. Mm -hmm. We are so attached to the outcome of things. And I can't say that's the greatest thing for our karma. No, it's not, because you miss the whole process that leads to the outcome. You know, something we were talking about before we recorded the show was um, collecting karma and getting karma. I, I Accumulating call it, karma, right. yeah. You call it, a, I call it karma credits. And when I say that, sometimes people who are non-Buddhist look at me and say, uh, you can't do that, you can't bank points. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that say karma's a bitch. But you can accumulate merit. You can. And I do. Sometimes people ask why I volunteer so much or why I do the things that I do. And I just say, you know, I just like to have karma credits. And I believe that every kind word and deed accumulates karma credits for us. And we accumulate merit, which then we can dedicate to, you know, ending our own and everyone else's suffering. suffering. But we're so attached to uh, mainstream America are so attached to karma is a punishment. Oh, I'm just going to sit back. Why get revenge when you can sit back and watch karma take care of it? It is so wrong. And, and you know that people who say that have no concept of Buddhist philosophies. The only thing I agree with in that comment is that it's not my responsibility to worry about anyone else's Mm -hmm. actions or speech or deeds you right. know I can say from that perspective that I don't have to worry about what anyone else does but right. I, I totally disagree with that too I do too I, I'm 100% disagreeing with that our choices need to be made mindfully with a sense of morality ethical conduct responsibility and respect for our and the other person's boundaries mm -hmm. we can support somebody else and talk in a beneficial way and model good behavior and aspire that others do the same. However, in the end, we have no control over anyone else's choices or their See, karma. That's what you were just right. saying, right? So, and I'll tell you, this realization has been tremendously freeing for me. 
I am responsible for my own choices, not for anybody else's choices. I can be there in a supportive way, but not get caught, and here's that web again. I don't have to get caught in the web of anybody else's actions, good or bad. Stop focusing on bad karma. And stop worrying about what everybody else is doing and take your own moral inventory. You know, think about your own words, thoughts, actions, deeds, and, and clean your own house. And if your own house is cleaned, your mental health will feel a lot better. Now, for now, this is Tyler Wood saying walk in peace. And this is Sharon Francis saying don't forget to breathe.